Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it is the beginning of October. So right now we are focusing on Medicare open enrollment. Um, it's coming up very soon. Alex Rashawn is joining us. She is the lead benefits counselor for the Houston Galveston Area Council in the Houston Galveston area on aging, helping people make sense of all of these Medicare Advantage plans options. Thank you for having me again, Amy. Yes, thank you. Okay, so what just happened at the beginning of October? Well, all of the plans went live for preview. So with open enrollment starting on October 15th, uh, now is a great time for folks to get onto the plan finder on medicare.gov and take a look at what these plans are doing for the upcoming calendar year. You still can't make any changes, but you can at least take a sneak peek at what you can expect. All right. So we're talking about Medicare. We're talking about mostly for people 65 and older. Right. But I mean, also there are other people who, who can choose Medicare or take care take that coverage exactly yeah so if you've been on disability for 25 months you would become eligible for medicare and also for folks that have end-stage renal disease as a diagnosis or lou gehrig's disease also known as als okay so these plans that just came out when you say advantage plans the thing that comes to mind you said are all the commercials that we see on tv right like yeah the celebrities so that are saying like hey sign up for this endorsements yeah. yeah so it's 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 a bundled option they're um kind of like a ppo or an hmo offering so very similar to what we would have as working employees um they kind of bundle all your benefits together into a nice little package and they come with some extra little bo- bells and whistles so yeah. and there are a lot of them there can be up to 60 in our coverage area so yeah there's a lot of options so I likened it to, okay, so say that you are 65 or older, you're not working, yeah. um, you're retired, and so then you need to sign up for Medicare. Correct. Um, I liken this, because I'm sort of just learning about it, to finding an electricity plan. Kind of, yeah. Fun. Yeah, because they're giving you all the options, whereas, you know, as working individuals, insurance companies or our employers would tell us every year with our open enrollment, hey, here's your insurance plan for the year, this is a network, this is out of network, whereas with Medicare... The world is kind of your oyster and you have all these decisions to make and it's really nerve wracking. So um, you said that it will kind of vary too. There are like 60 plans that you can choose mm-hmm. from, but your zip code can determine like maybe I only have two or three in majorly, my zip code. Majorly, majorly, yeah. So it's always really, really difficult to kind of figure out what's available for folks, especially in our rural communities. We always want to make sure that you, especially in a rural community, you have access to the providers and facilities that are in your area. Just okay. Because there's less of them. So just let's say that somebody's starting from the very beginning and mm-hmm. I know that I need to choose a plan and say I want to check out the advantage plans. How do I start? What do I do? Well, if you're computer savvy, you can go to medicare.gov. Make sure it's a GOV page. It'll let you know that it's an American um, government page on the top left corner. You can use their plan finder. You can also go through an independent broker or agent, or you can call your Medicare SHIP program, also known as the State Health Insurance Program, which is housed with the Area Agency on Aging, and we can help you with those services. Uh, And you said you already have a pretty full calendar of people 
who want to make appointments and kind of yeah. go over options with you. You guys do that with individuals. Correct. Yeah. So we have we have someone that answers our phones for us and makes appointments throughout the open enrollment period. We also have a bunch of community events in our region where people can actually come out and see us one on one and discuss those options, because a lot of times hearing it over the phone isn't the easiest. Right. And so say there are. 25 plans offered in my zip code and yeah. I'm looking through them and I'm like oh gosh this is a lot of information <laughs> yeah. to take in I mean what are the most important mm -hmm. factors that I'm looking for that I need to consider so first and foremost you want to make sure your your medications are covered because if your medications are not covered you're going to be paying a lot more in co-pays on that end also if you're on an advantage plan please make sure you check with your doctors and ask the billing department really because they're going to be the ones that really know what's in network and then also if you're near a hospital that you're comfortable going to in case of a emergency, make sure that they're in network as well to also keep your costs down. Because normally with the Advantage plans, in network will always be way more cost effective than out of network. All right. So when I'm looking at plans, if I see one that like, oh, I think that's the one that I want, mm -hmm. then I need to make sure that one, my my prescription drugs are covered right. under that plan, that my doctor takes that plan, and that any hospital that I want to go to. Exactly. Yeah. So and I would I would recommend just giving them a call to make sure um, online with a lot of our hospital districts in the area, you can find their insurance plans that they're, they're that are accepted very easily. Um, sometimes the online information isn't always up to date uh -huh. for the doctors and hospitals. So I would just kind of go that extra mile just to double, triple check that they're in network. And these dates are important because you said right now you can go through and review all these plans and you can right. look at them. But we, you can't even pick yet. That's nope. coming up when? When does that date open? It starts Saturday, October 15th, and it runs through December 7th. Okay. So that's when you're able to actually make that enrollment. All right. And you said you've got some eager beavers we do. that people want to <laughs> make sure that they're signing up on the first day but yes. you said there's no real benefit it's really not a big difference but I understand when people just kind of want to rip off that band-aid and just out of sight out of mind so I always appreciate everyone that always calls us back and wants to just kind of get it over with because I understand it's really it's really stressful so right yeah but you have that entire time to get this done and it's not going to speed up the process any faster if you sign up on the first right. day or I was like, well, will plans like fill up and say, oh, we can only take like 2,000 people and then there's no more? Yeah, no, no. they can't do that. No. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have until December 7th. Right. So from October 15th to December 7th to choose a plan. And then you said something else that just came out, or we have the benefit of ratings. Right. Tell me about that. So Medicare uses a star rating program, and it's just to see how these plans have done in the last calendar year, you know, based on um, customer satisfaction, grievances, and complaints. So we always recommend that you go with something that's at least rated at three stars or higher. There are a lot of four-star rated plans. I do need to go back and check to see what five-star rated plans are in our area because that also adds a little extra loophole throughout the year that people can use. But for the most part, stick with at least a three-star rated plan. They're rated that way for a reason. So, And who's giving these ratings? Medicare. Okay. And, and Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. So. so they're looking at it. They're looking at how many people have complained right. about things like claims. Claims, yeah, things that are being denied. Um, the length of referrals. If you're on an HMO, you have to have a referral from your primary care doctor into kind of the specialist world. So um, the, that referral period of time could be 24 hours. It could be a week. So, like, how do you feel about that? Yeah. And speaking up is definitely recommended because that's how – they make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Got it. Okay, so this is all Advantage plans. Right. Say I just want to stick with the normal Medicare, like, 
part A, B, D, mm-hmm. and I don't want part C or advantage yeah. plans, and I don't want to pick an advantage plan. What do I do then? So really, it's even easier because we're not looking at your health benefits at all. We're not looking at networks at all because it's nationwide coverage on original Medicare. So we would just look at that prescription drug coverage part D. Um, we would just need to make sure that you have a list of your medications updated, whether it's on Medicare.gov or if you have your bottles with you or a list of them. And we would just be looking at the most cost-effective option for you. It's very, very simple, very black and white. It would not affect your health benefits at all. Oh, wow. Yeah. And if I'm not making a choice, then whatever I had last year just carries over? It just rolls over. Yep. Okay. And change is scary. And, uh-huh. But we always recommend just check your benefits. It's, it's very easy to do. And if you don't feel comfortable doing it, please give us a call. We're happy to help with those services because a lot of times these tier levels change. There's a lot of changes coming down the pipeline with the information, or I'm sorry, with the Inflation Reduction Act. So we always want to make sure that we're on top of what's coming up for the next calendar year so that you are not paying an arm and a leg for your prescriptions. Right. And so I said people who are over over 65 and retired want mm-hmm. to pay attention to this. You said that there may be some people who are um, 65 or over 65 and still working who may want to pay attention to this. Why right. is that? Yeah. And open enrollment is for anyone that's on Medicare. It's not just based on age, right? Because we, we kind of touched on disability as well. But if you're working past 65, a lot of people get misinformed that you have to sign up for Medicare right now. But if you have what's called credible coverage insurance, open enrollment wouldn't apply to you because you have a completely different timeline to work with when you decide to retire. So um, I'm sure you guys are getting a lot of phone calls and a lot of emails and um, your Medicare and you book and stuff. But if you are still working, uh-huh. you have credible coverage insurance, open enrollment does not apply to you. Okay. So you mentioned um, this situation where if you are still working, why you may want it. If you don't have credible coverage, I guess, or you mentioned something about an HSA. Right. So there's a couple of opportunities where there's some loopholes with the government, of course, when it comes to Medicare enrollment. If you have an HSA or a health savings account, which a lot of companies are kind of gearing towards now or kind of steering their companies towards. This is where, don't mean to interrupt you, yeah. but this is where you just put a certain amount of money away, right. pre-tax. Pre-tax. And I'll, and I'll, with a disclaimer, I am not a CPA. Uh-huh. I'm not a financial <laughs> professional. But um, there's something in the law that does not allow Medicare beneficiaries to actively contribute to an HSA and also have Medicare. So you kind of have to go with one or the other, and that would be a good conversation to have with your benefits department. But if you have just a standalone PPO or HMO from your employer and it's credible coverage, we still recommend signing up for Part A because it's going to piggyback off of your hospital deductible with your active employee coverage. Got it. Okay, so Part A is the hospital yes. if you ever need to go to a hospital for an emergency visit or anything? No, it's only it only kicks in after you've been admitted for two midnights. Okay. So you have to be admitted into a hospital for two midnights in order for Part A to kick in. Um, or for skilled nursing care, you would need three midnights. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can see where it seems a little stressful because you're like, okay, it's a lot of homework. It is. <laughs> to try to sit down and figure out all these plans and, yeah. and sort of what's important to me. Um, we said the advantage plans, again, this is what we're talking mm-hmm. about now with open enrollment, um, are all those commercials that you see on TV and also most right. closely resemble your private health insurance that you get from work. Right, yeah, because it does bundle all your benefits together. You're not replacing Medicare. And also a lot of folks get um, Advantage plans confused with supplements. And Uh supplements are a completely different beast. But with Advantage plans, it is very much like what we have as working individuals because they're all nicely bundled together and they offer some extra bells and whistles like dental, vision, and hearing. And some will offer things like medical transportation. So um, they offer a variety of different things that Medicare may not cover, but they have to cover what Medicare offers. So 
it's that and then some. So you're going to get at least everything Medicare covers. But right. then supposedly there are these private plans. These Advantage plans are right. private. They also offer you a little bit extra. Yeah. Some bells and whistles. Give me examples of those. So like I mentioned, some basic dental vision and hearing. So you would be able to go get your teeth cleaned, your eyes checked. Um, and that's they may, not included. No, in no. The only time Medicare covers vision is for medical necessity uh-huh. or actually any of them for medical necessity. So things like glaucoma or cataracts would be covered under Medicare originally. Okay. Um, but just, you know, you want to get a new pair of glasses that are cute, that wouldn't be covered under Medicare. Vision screenings at all? No. Not covered under no, regular unless Medicare. Unless it's medical, medically necessary. So again, the glaucoma, those cataracts. Right. I mean, isn't it medically necessary for me to just get my eyes checked every year, especially when I'm over 65? No? In theory. But not But, but not, not required. Right. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, all right. So part a, let's go over these again. Yeah. Part A covers you for hospital visits. Yeah. Part B is your routine outpatient, anything you'd go to the doctor An emergency for. room. An emergency room. And part D are your prescription drugs. Right. Um, and then we talked about Medigaps and supplements. Yes. And Medigaps and supplements only work with original Medicare. So you have to have original Medicare in order to have a, a Medigap. And there's also some stipulations with it. Medical underwriting is still very much a thing with Medicare. So when it comes to being brand new to Medicare, whether it's working past 65 or aging into it or coming onto it because of disability, you have what's called a guaranteed issue right where they're not able to medically underwrite you. They have to accept you into their plans. If you're outside of that guaranteed issue right, they can medically underwrite you and deny you. Okay. All right. Medigaps. That sounds that that's a little confusing. Right. But you don't have to pick that. You don't. It's optional. Okay. It's, yeah, right. But the biggest thing is that because original Medicare does not have a max out of pocket, um, situations where someone is medically needy, for example, someone that may be going through cancer treatment that uh-huh. is going to a cancer facility constantly, having chemotherapy, having a lot of you know PET scans and CT scans and that sort of thing, a Medigap would pick up their portion of the twenty percent copay that Medicare. Uh, requires you to pay for just an extra premium for an extra premium yeah so you pay anywhere from a hundred dollars to four hundred dollars depending on the type of plan Uh that you pick but the Medigaps is not open enrollment right now no no so if you have one don't touch it just leave it where it is don't touch Uh, it (laughs) (laughs) don't touch it okay all right so don't move because when we come back in addition to all of the the new plans that came out premiums have changed right and surprise some of them went down we don't hear that often no i'm so excited i'm very excited (laughs) (laughs) all right so we're going to tell you how you can get help from alex rashawn and the people that you all work with and then we'll talk about premiums after this short break We are back and we are talking about all things Medicare and open enrollment for Advantage plans. Alex Rashawn is with me. Something else just came out recently, and that is the premiums if you're on Medicare. Yeah, so all we had a lot of changes. And for the first time since I've been in this industry, the premium actually went down a little bit. So that's really exciting. Why the heck would they go down? Do they give you an explanation of that? I think there was a little confusion as far as what the out-of-pocket costs were going to be last year for an FDA-approved Alzheimer's drug and then also COVID-affected so many people. But um, with the inflation rates and everything, they were able to reduce the premium a little bit, which is really exciting. That's good. Okay, so I know I wrote it down from what we discussed, but do you remember the premium for part b yes it went from 170 dollars to 164 dollars and 90 cents so you'll see a little relief not a lot but you know 
I'll take it. Like Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then the deductible. So if you do go see a doctor. Right. So if you're on original Medicare, you have an annual deductible. This year it's $233. Next year it goes down to 226 Okay. And then anything after that, that's what you pay out of pocket. Anything right. after that, you get you yeah, pay you a pay your 20% co-pays. Okay. Mm-hmm. And again, this only applies to people who are on original Medicare, not these Advantage plans. Right, because they're going to have different um, systems as far as, like, do they have a health deductible? The majority of them don't. Um, So that wouldn't apply to any beneficiary that's on an Advantage plan. That'll be a little different. All right, but these new Medicare um, premiums take effect January 1st. So if you're on original Medicare, that's when you'll notice some of these go down. Um, Not everything went down, but those two main ones. Right, yeah. I mean, the hospital deductible did go up a little bit, but not much. It went from 1566 to Mm $1,600 which isn't too bad. Um, the skilled nursing facility copay after day 20 went up to $200 from $194.50. So just a little change, not as drastic as it was last year. I think everyone had a little bit of sticker shock yeah. um, this current year because it just everything went up so much. Right. We've yeah. been dealing with a lot of increases lately. So it's nice to either see smaller increases or decreases. Yeah. Um, and then you talked about the income-related monthly adjustment that's called IRMA. IRMA, yeah. What is that? So IRMA, a lot of people don't know that their medic care premiums for part B as in boy and D as in David are based on your income taxes. So they'll look at your adjusted gross income from two years prior to retiring or two years prior to getting onto Medicare. And that's how they attach or assess your premium. So in other words, the more money you make, the more you pay for premiums. Uh huh. Yeah. And then that went down for people. Um, yeah, their brackets changed and there's about five brackets. So it's, you know, it goes everywhere from I think the first bracket changes at $97,000 for an individual and I think it's 123 for a couple. Um, and then it goes all the way up to 750,000 a year plus. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, some other interesting changes, things that are covered this year. Yeah. Um, the, this is good news. You talked about the shingles vaccine. I would have thought that that would have been covered before. Well, Medicare didn't think it was medically necessary <laughs> prior to this year, but yeah, thankfully a any, any vaccination that's um, recommended by the CDC will be covered at 100% um, by Medicare. So any Part D vaccines in this case, the big one is shingles mm-hmm. because a lot of people have been asking for that for a long, long time. So the shingles vaccine will be covered at zero copay to you know the beneficiary as of January 1st. Yeah, my mom got shingles like oh. probably seven or eight years ago. And I can't imagine like now after seeing how painful it is yeah. that that would not be something that prior – to this year for that sure they yeah thought was 10 out of 10 don't recommend getting shingles so. yeah no it seems incredibly painful yeah um and then insulin is a big one for <clears throat> a lot of people yeah so the previous administration had a law that went in where some companies were able to opt into a program where insulins were capped at 35 dollars. the inflation reduction act has now kind of blanket statement that laws to cover all insulins on all plans. So insulins will be covered at $35 copays as of January 1st if they're covered under Part D. Um, if you have a, um, a pump, a diabetic pump, uh-huh. those fall under Part B as in boy. Those will go to $35 copays as of July 1st. Wow. And what kind of differences are we talking about before they were capped? What I would, would say hundreds of dollars for sure, um, especially for folks that were on uh, medications like um, Lantus or Jardian or um, Trulicity, all of those medications, I mean, could be three or $400 for a three-month supply. So capping it at $35 a month is huge. Wow. So that's it should be a big benefit yeah. to a lot of people. Very excited. 
Yeah, that's exciting. So we mentioned that the Houston-Galveston area on aging and the Houston-Galveston, I'm making sure I get all these titles right, the Houston-Galveston area council, that mm-hmm. you guys offer opportunities and events. So say yes. you can't get in to get a one-on-one appointment with you. Yeah. You guys have meet at libraries, meet at, like, what other types of events? Yeah, so can... um, in my region in particular, and I, I mean, I can speak on all of our behalfs, we go to libraries, we go to hospitals, we go to senior centers, we go to senior apartments. Um pretty much anywhere we can sit in a corner or sit uh-huh. in an office um, to have a little bit of privacy with someone because we're discussing HIPAA-protected information, of course. But mm-hmm. um, we have a variety of events throughout our entire region, and we're really excited to see people out um, talking to us again. Yeah, and so um, people might want a one-on-one, and right. they can call to yes. try to do that. We have a 1-800 number. Yes. Um, you gave that to me earlier, so I'll read that out. Well, sure. <laughs> 1-800-437-7396. So if you want to call to see if you could get get a one-on-one appointment those might be harder to come by but what kind of information do I need when I'm calling you what what do I need to be prepared to give you so you can help me so one thing we'll need is a list of your updated medication list what we ask a lot of people right now if you're computer savvy is to get onto medicare.gov and create one of those medicare accounts it'll securely save your medication list it'll make life a lot easier in the future but um, with an updated list of your prescriptions if you don't have access to a computer just having a list of your prescriptions or the bottles handy um, also if you are on an advantage plan knowing that you're going to have some homework to do after our conversation because a lot of times we won't necessarily change your plan on the first go because we want to make sure that you do your homework as well and make sure that your providers are in network for you. Um, so really the basic is just a Medicare card and a list of prescriptions and okay. some patients. <laughs> and you had mentioned that before, like even if yeah. they don't call you, that if you haven't done it before, you should really go into Medicare.gov yeah. and create an account. Um, if you have done that before, then all your medicine is already there. Yeah. Anything that you've pulled or you've you've filled for the last 12 months will automatically get on there. So you do have to sort through it a little bit just to make sure, you know, if you were on an antibiotic or something that's not something you're on currently or repetitively, uh-huh. you want to make sure you don't add that to your consistent medication list. But um, yeah, it just loads everything. And that helps whenever you're looking through these advantage, advantage plans. And drug plans. Sure. Okay. Right. Yeah. To make sure that whatever plan you're looking at, like, hey, would it would it ding? Would it tell you like, oh, this plan isn't for you because it doesn't cover these? I Not wish that it, it did. Yeah, I right. wish it did. <laughs> it just goes away. It flashes. No. Um, right. So what it does is it's going to automatically load everything for the most cost effective to the least cost effective. Okay. So it does the hard work for us. The big thing is us going into the plan details, whether it's an advantage plan or the drug plans on their own. Um, and we want to check the pharmacies because pharmacies have different contracts with these plans and these companies. So we mm-hmm. want to make sure that whatever pharmacy you go to is still the most cost-effective option. And we want to, again, make sure that all those prescriptions are covered. So it'll let us know, you know, 10 out of 10 prescriptions are covered at this pharmacy for this cost. Um, and it'll give you um, kind of a ballpark of what your all-in for the year is. So it'll, oh, wow. it'll include that premium if there's a deductible attached to it, and then also your out-of-pocket cost for prescriptions. So, And then you can even whittle it down even further and go into the monthly cost. Oh, wow. Um, so it, it gives a lot of information. It's just a matter of kind of navigating that website. Right. That seems super helpful. Yeah. And so then you mentioned that... Um, they can get help with you guys. Mm-hmm. They can go in. These plans are available for you to go on right now to Medicare.gov and look at them and yeah. preview them. The first time you can sign up is October 15th. Yes. You've got until December 7th. Yeah. But then say I choose an Advantage plan and then the first of the year comes around and I'm like, I made a big mistake. Or my doctor's office told me that they were covered under this plan that I picked out and then now it turns out they're not. 
Yeah. What then? Well, lucky for you, you have <laughs> another open enrollment period called the Medicare Advantage Open Enrollment Period. And that is specifically to uh, address people that start the year off on a Medicare Advantage plan. It doesn't mean that you changed it during the open enrollment, but you just started that year off on an Advantage plan. Um, you have from January 1st to March 31st to make any changes. You can either go back to what you had, try another Advantage plan, or you can go back to original Medicare by just selecting a Part D. A yeah. lot of folks will ask us, like, how, how hard is it to go from Advantage to Original? And really all you have to do is sign up for a prescription drug plan during open enrollment or the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period, and you are on Original Medicare okay. um, immediately after. All right. And then any premiums that I was paying when I signed up, mm-hmm. or actually, I'm uh, to, to clarify or correct yeah. myself, when I'm signing up in this in planning period anyway, it, it all starts January 1st. It all, yes. It's a calendar okay. year. So except with the Medicare Advantage open enrollment period, uh-huh. whatever change you make between January 1st and March 31st will take effect the first day of the month after you make that change. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And then also, so for the um, Houston-Galveston area um, on aging and area mm-hmm. council, you guys don't cover Harris County. We don't, unfortunately. There's a couple of zip codes that kind of bleed into our area, but um, the Harris County Area Agency on Aging is amazing, and they do the exact same thing that we do for the city of Houston and Harris County residents, so we do a lot of partnerships with them as well, and um, they would be willing and able and happy to help uh, yeah, Harris and, County residents. And you'd be able to tell them if they call yes. your number that, sorry, you don't qualify for our help, but call. Yes. Or look up. It sounds... Um, might be confusing, but they're at HoustonHealth.org. So right. to get information and help from Harris County Area on Aging. Right, yeah. You go to HoustonHealth.org. Um, you're always full of so much great information. I appreciate you have coming in today and talking Thanks. to us about all these things. Um, biggest mistake that people make. Um, I'm kind of throwing one at you. Yeah. Whenever they're looking at Advantage plans, signing up, what should we not do? Don't take everything at face value. Do your research. And that's for any plan. That's not just Medicare based. You know, that's um, Advantage plans or drug plans. Make sure you do your homework. Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into because a lot. sometimes we have a way out, but there's a lot of times we can't help you get out of what you've signed up for. So just make sure you do your due diligence, ask questions, and um, make sure it's a network. <laughs> and it sounds like that's what this period is for, like yeah. this this open window sort of. I mean, it's beginning October 1st, you've got these plans that you can look at. Right. You can go to medicare.gov, you can type in your zip code, go to open enrollment, yep. type in your zip code, find out what plans are offered, right. and you've got all this time. I say all this time. Um, October 15th to start, <laughs> but you don't have to choose anything until right. December 7th. Right, right. And the biggest thing is a lot of people will get onto medicare.gov on the 15th, and let me tell you guys, it will crash slightly. Oh, It'll yeah. get really slow. Laggy. Oh, a little laggy. So just be patient with it. You know, it's it's working its kinks out for the beginning of open enrollment. But it all the plans are available until December 7th. So just take a breath. All right. You got time. <laughs> no plans under three stars. No. That's your advice. And it sounds like good advice. Yeah. Is it is it a thing to find a plan and then go on Google and Google it? To see yeah. What people are and you saying? can also, yeah, you can go there or you could also go to the Texas Department of Insurance website. Um, oh. They actually handle a lot of complaints and grievances for insurance companies in the state of Texas, all insurance policies, actually. So you yeah. can actually go in there and really take a look and see what's going on. So just because it's an Advantage plan doesn't mean that the same insurance company you might right. be interested in other complaints that they've had exactly. on other policies and plans. Yeah, and especially with insurance, you know, people will ask me all the time, like, hey, what's the best plan? And I, 
I don't have an answer for you because, well, for one, I'm unbiased and I can't have an opinion, right? But yeah. beyond that, it's 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 all relative. You know, a lot of people will love the plan that they're on. A lot of people will hate the plan that they're on. It's just kind of a 50-50 shot. So, as, you know, for me, as long as your prescriptions are covered, you have access to providers, your hospitals are in network, you know what you're doing, you know what you're using, that's that's the biggest takeaway from this. It's all just, right. Be informed. And one thing that you told me before that's very important is all Advantage plans have to cover the basics yes. that Medicare plans right. cover. Right. Exactly. So they're going to cover everything that Medicare covers, and then they'll add those extra bells and whistles. And just read the fine print. Um, make sure that you know what you're signing up for, because just because they cover something like dental, make sure it's the dental coverage that you want. It's not just a cleaning or, you know, maybe they cover... Um, teeth extractions or mm -hmm. tooth extractions, but make sure you know what the actual benefit is and if there's a cap on that benefit. All right, Alex, for Sean, if you have any other questions, call her. <laughs> Thank you or so much, Amy. <laughs> yeah, we'll put all the information in our show notes about this. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks.